Welcome to InsureTalk, the podcast where we don't just talk about innovative ideas in PNC insurance. We talk with industry trailblazers about the big ideas they made happen and how they did it. This podcast is brought to you by Guidewire, the platform PNC insurers trust to engage, innovate, and grow efficiently. Visit guidewire.com for more information. And now, let's make it happen. Welcome to InsureTalk. My name is Laura Dravick, and I'm the Chief Evangelist at Guidewire. In this episode, I have the privilege of interviewing Irene Bianchi, President and CEO at Peel Mutual Insurance Company. Irene has an impressive career in insurance. Before transitioning into the CEO role at Peel, Irene held senior leadership positions in claims at Aviva and RSA Canada. Irene was recently featured in Canadian Underwriter Magazine, describing how Peel was able to leverage AI to eliminate phone tag. In today's podcast, we will dive deeper into this topic. Hello, Irene. Thank you for joining my podcast today. Oh, hey, Laura. Great to be here. Tell our listeners a little bit about Peel Mutual and your role there. Sure. Well, Peel Mutual is the fourth largest mutual insurer in Ontario, Canada. We sell property and casualty insurance through independent brokers. My role here is president and CEO, and I was brought here about three years ago now to really turn Peel Mutual from a sleepy mutual owned by its policyholders into a viable and ongoing insurance company that was fit for purpose to really start to dominate the market going forward in the mutual space. Well, I'm glad they brought you in because clearly that is what you are doing. You used artificial intelligence to support staff with text messaging. What was the business problem you were trying to solve? You know, like many insurance companies, we have lots of issues with getting a hold of people. Phone tag was just crazy. You would get people's cell numbers and call them, but they wouldn't pick up because they didn't recognize the insurer's number. So it was getting frustrating for customers and frustrating for claims handlers as well in terms of, you know, trying to set expectations, give people some empathy and say, you know, here's the process we're going to be following just so that everybody would understand what was going to happen. So I talked to the folks at High Marley, who I've known for, for several years in their prior capacities and started to talk about, you know, could we have the High Marley solution help us with our perpetual phone tag and trying to take that frustration out of those conversations and make sure that customers knew exactly what was going to be happening with their claim. That sounds really interesting. And I'm really happy to say that Hi Marley is a valued Guidewire partner and they've created a text messaging integration to our solution. So how does your use of AI support existing teams and free up that human to focus on other activities like delivering empathy that better serve the consumer? If the customer elects to use Hi Marley and we ask them that because some people aren't comfortable texting. So we give people the option. And if they want to be communicated with in this way, we sign them up and we start the process and we give them all of their information via text and we set the stage for them. So that frees up the claim handler to actually get working on the file. It enables them to organize appointments for the insured and then tell them about it right away. So there's no sort of drag time. And it really gives people a sense of understanding what the process is. So the customers is content that their file is being managed. They can see how it's going to progress. And the time that normally people in the office would be spending trying to get in touch with customers is better spent in dealing with the vendors who are going to be, say, repairing the vehicle or looking at uh, the fire damage, things like that, to really move the file along. That makes a lot of sense. Have
have the human focus on those activities that only a human can actually deliver. So how has the policyholder responded to these AI-directed processes? Well, you know, they they just love it because it takes the unknown and the, the dread out of the claims process. Most people don't have an insurance claim in their lives, but when they do, they just don't know what to do. So this gives people a real sense of understanding the process. And, you know, most fear is because you don't understand what is going to be happening. So we try to take that fear away. And after the interactions that we have with customers, we give them the option of rating the service on a survey. And we've gotten fabulous, like 4.8, 4.7 out of 5 responses, because people really like to have that security. And they like to have it in a text format that they're really comfortable with. What about those internal employees? How have they responded to this? Well, you know, Laura, like most things that I do, I always go to the folks on the front line and say, can you spare me an hour? I I, I want you to see something. So that's what we did with High Marley. We had our uh, folks uh, in claims who, you know, are principally on the phone dealing with customers. And we had High Marley do a demo for them and said, okay, guys, what do you think? And to a person, they just loved it. They thought it would be great for customers and they thought it would be great for them too in terms of freeing up time that normally they would be spent just trying to track people down. So it was an effort that we wanted to make sure that people could get on board with right away because if the claims handler doesn't think it's a great idea and isn't going to help them, I don't think it's going to help the customer. And before we continue, listeners, if you're enjoying this podcast, be sure to subscribe to Insure Talk on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts. It helps others learn about and discover the show. Now, this is Laura Dravick, and I'm talking with Irene Bianchi, President and CEO at Peel Mutual Insurance Company. Irene, customer journey mapping, role observations, and surveys help insurers identify areas for improvement in the insurance lifecycle. How did Peel identify the appropriate areas for improvement where AI could help streamline processes? Well, first of all, we went to our employees. So where where are the real pain points for them? We then survey our brokers who we sell all of our products through. Uh, We have broker councils twice a year where we invite our biggest and most supportive brokers and say, okay, tell us where the pain points are. How can we help solve some of your issues? And then we also go to the competition. What are people doing that seems to resonate with customers? I mean, we can't sit here and think of everything by ourselves. So we take a look around, look at the industry and see what the competition is doing. And then also with different partners in the insure tech space, we're open-minded. So what's new out there? What can we try? Because we we want to try different things that are going to help our customer. And the best thing to look for is where are those pain points? What's driving people crazy? And where are the solutions to resolve that? So where do you plan on leveraging AI next in the enterprise? Um, I think probably our next would be to look at loss control. You know, we write a variety of different types of risks within the province and uh, loss control really helps you understand the risk, helps you see it, helps you really look at, you know, what are you insuring? So I think to look at the next phase is, you know, what can we find that will help us with the loss control and truly understanding a risk better so that we can manage our overall risk portfolio more appropriately. You were the first carrier in Canada to launch high 
Marley. And congratulations. We're happy to be the first uh, because we know it works. It's just one of those things where as long as you've got the confidence in the solution that's going to be helping your customers, I really don't think you can go wrong. So pricing, claims automation, and fraud detection are all current use cases for AI. Looking five years into the future, how do you think insurers will be leveraging AI in their enterprise? The key to AI is using it to deal with the mundane issues, deal with the the process so that you can then free up the time of your adjusters, your underwriters to really concentrate on the business and letting the AI get through the stuff that is just the everyday. I don't see AI as a complete solution. I think it's complementary to the business. I think you always need to have people and knowledge base because not every situation is going to fit some algorithm. But I think there are enough processes and procedures that can be automated that we really need to start looking at that in a big way so that we can keep up with customer demand. People want things very quickly and they want it right and they want it done the first time. And I look at AI as being a part and parcel of helping with that so that the really super quality time that you need to spend with insureds or customers, you've got the time to do that because all the mundane stuff is already being taken care of. That's sage input. Thank you. So do you think it's important to integrate empathy into your AI models? I think it's absolutely critical. You can have a fast, slick process, but if you don't have that empathy, people will struggle. As I said before, you know, most people don't have claims. They don't expect to have claims. They don't know what to expect when they have a claim. So you need to have that human touch or certainly any kind of application in claims. And same in underwriting. I mean, artificial intelligence is great when there are no issues, but when you have something that's bespoke, when you have a problem, you need to have that human factor, the empathy, and the trust, really, to make sure that everything resolves for the customer. So what new role needs to exist within the insurer to ensure AI interactions remain humanized, if you will? Well, to me, it's almost like you need a, a customer champion who can ensure that everything that is being done is done with the customer in mind. In one of my prior organizations, when we introduced Guidewire, actually, that was the test. If this doesn't work for the customer, it doesn't work for us. We need to have interactions where the customer feels like and is being properly taken care of, and he is not treated uh, like a number. Everybody wants to be special. Everybody deserves to be treated according to their circumstances. So I think it's important that this humanization doesn't get lost um, because insurance is, and I think always will be, uh, a really people-oriented business because you're dealing with people and their needs and their feelings and their security. And there's nothing that can really replace that human interaction. We need to take another break. Just a reminder, if you're enjoying this podcast, be sure to subscribe to InsureTalk on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's get back to our conversation with Irene Bianchi. So in augmented chess, average players enabled by AI tend to do better than expert chess players enabled by the exact same AI. It has everything to do with the individual interacting with the AI, embracing and understanding the supporting tech. What is Peel Mutual doing to ensure it has the right employee mindset and skill set for the future? 
We're getting them involved from the get-go. They are part and parcel of our, our strategy session for so frontline guys. We need to understand what the issues are they're facing um, and then how can AI help. Um, now, again, we can't just give it to them and say, okay, this is how we're going to proceed from now on. We need to involve people right from the beginning and say, okay, here's a range of options. What is going to work best? And we have to allow people a little bit of time to adapt to the change. And we have to make sure that they're supported throughout it. Um, change is very scary to a lot of people. And until they start to see the benefits of it, and until they start to see how it can make their jobs and lives easier, you got to spend time and you have to make sure that people them appreciate the positivity that's going to come from it. I don't think anybody um, ever introduced any kind of new process or AI with a view of getting rid of workers. It's the opposite. We want to be able to enhance their role um, and give them the support that they need so that they can support customers better. And that's really what insurance companies are all about is supporting customers. And if you can give people the tools that'll make their jobs easier with the customer, most people will just jump on the bandwagon. You know, Irene, I really like that you called that out. AI is not about reducing the workforce. It is about improving the job and freeing up the human to do the job that they were actually hired to do. So thanks for sharing that. For insurers investigating the use of AI and machine learning, what critical piece of advice would you share with them? Listen to your employees and your customers and don't be sucked in to the next new shiny thing. There's lots of things out there that sound terrific and it might be great for a short period of time, but if people don't understand it and if it's not bringing true value, they're going to get tired of it and they're not going to use it. So you really have to be careful in doing your due diligence around what is going to work. What problem am I trying to solve? Because, you know, we, we all see homes with closets full of tech and exercise gear and all that kind of stuff that nobody uses anymore because they really weren't thinking about, you know, is this something that's going to help me long term? Are you referring to the exercise bike in my bedroom, which now is part of my closet? From I it? think we all have one of those somewhere, right? Yeah, we do. Irene, you've had a very long and successful career working in insurance. You are someone certainly that I look up to, and I'm so glad I met you many years ago, and you've offered me so much sage advice throughout the years. You've earned your role as CEO. What career advice would you share with your 21-year-old self? I would be bolder. When I was 21, I was not not as bold, obviously, as I am now because because of your age and experience. But when you're young, you can afford to be bold. You can afford to make mistakes. You've got a lot of runway ahead of you. So be bold. As long as you're respectful, as long as you have done your homework, be bold and, and come up with ideas and share them. Also, I would say that, you know, you, you have to reflect and work hard at relationships because this business is very much relationship focused. It's a relatively small industry. You see the same names coming up over and over again. You have to work really hard at relationships and, and you can't take that for granted. And I think the key thing that I would give myself in terms of advice when I was much younger would to really be sincere and showing your appreciation for people, for their loyalty, for their hard work and for their insights. A lot of people today are struggling because they're, they're not getting that appreciation. It's taken for granted. So I think that's one of the key things 
that, that I would give myself in terms of advice is just make sure you appreciate the people around you, work harder at the relationships and be bold. I love that. I'm going to be bold. Irene, thank you very much for your time today and for your incredible insight into leveraging AI. You have showed us it's not just about ideas. It's about making ideas happen. Well, that's great, Laura. I'm really happy to have a chat with you. Take care. This podcast is brought to you by Guidewire, the platform PNC insurers trust to engage, innovate, and grow efficiently. Visit guidewire.com for more information.